Hi, everybody. I'm Jordan Ostroff with Legalese Marketing, and this is Exhibit A Attorneys, where we interview attorneys and other experts across the country to talk about what it truly takes to be the Exhibit A of a successful attorney. Today, I have a very special guest, a TikTok famous attorney, um, the person legitimately who has come up the most by other guests recommending her as a guest, Elizabeth Pickle. For those of you that don't know, Elizabeth is an estate planning and intellectual property attorney creator of the Mindful Mama Legal Forms and a mindfulness consultant who incorporates mindfulness into her practice and stepping away from the fear-based practice of law and marketing. Um, if any of you are not following TikTok, uh, following Elizabeth on TikTok, you got to get on it. She has uh, 33,000 something followers, almost 200,000 likes, and just produces some really good, interesting, wonderful things that make me happy. So she is walking the walk that she's going to talk about with us today. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. It's my sincere pleasure. And you are the first person to really nail down that bio. That's it. That's me. <laughs> well, you provided most of it to us. And then I know oh, you enough yeah. to fill in the rest. So <laughs> I, had, I had a good jumping off point. So today we're going to talk about finding your voice in a profession that wants you to follow a checklist. We're going to hear some of the awesome insight of Elizabeth's story. Um, after this episode's over, if you want to watch some of our other episodes, we have our uh, prior episode from Thursday with Walt Hampton, The Secrets to Building the Work and Life That You Love. And then we have a podcast exclusive episode that came out, uh, which actually I guess will come out tomorrow, uh, with Allison Williams, Crushing Chaos in Law Firms, How to Make More Money and Expand Your Time. But enough about that. We're going to talk about finding your voice in a profession that wants you to follow a checklist. And I just love it because I think that we all get this concept of what we think a lawyer should be. And then that doesn't get us successful because everybody is what they think they should be. And it's only when we truly find out who we really genuinely are and start projecting that, that we find success. Would you agree? I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, this is a moment for me um, to feel a, a little bit vulnerable um, because I'm going to be honest. Uh, I mean, why else would I be here? Right. But for the entire um, multiple years of, of practicing law, um, I absolutely lived in a box, lived in a box and followed a checklist, as you so um, you know, eloquently put it. Um, and it took a really massive shift in our world, in our universe, to finally get me to wake up. So what was it that that created that change? Was there a specific moment or was it just a, a lifetime? You know, is it death by a thousand cuts or was there that aha moment? Yeah, it's, it's I think, I, I, you know, I've thought about this a lot, Jordan, and uh, probably overthink it a lot, but I, I call it the Medusa complex where I feel like for just many years, I was kind of petrified and felt as though um, I really couldn't, um, you know, be who I am because when your ideas don't make sense or you push against the norm, um, our society, and may I be so bold as to say our profession um, is very, very good at casting us aside. Um, and so truly it, it was, it was when the pandemic really struck us um, and then, you know, the shift in, in, in the business um, in, in just our, our health concerns, just everything turned upside down. Um, it was kind of a, you know, what are you going to do now? 
what are you going to do now? Um, so, yeah, the last two years have been pivotal. And, <clears throat> excuse me, and a lot of what you started doing now was actually sharing who you truly are, I feel like. Exactly, exactly. So when, when again, when we went into this lockdown mode, our entire world, um, you know, many of us had to figure out what are we going to do with our businesses? What are we going to do? How are we going to support our families? Um, how are we going to continue to support clients? And it, again, it, it truly was a moment for me to come to this understanding that I need to be myself, which is really very different, I think, than, than many other law practitioners. And that's not a slam and that's not a negative. It's just who I am, who I am. And the traditional ways of marketing for me were gone. With estate lawyers, we typically um, were doing a lot of in-person seminars. Um, you know, death and dying is an interesting area of law. And so we were very successful in doing these in-person seminars, um, attracting clients in that way. And, and I thought, well, how am I going to stand out uh, amongst, you know, the sea of, of attorneys on video now? Um, and then, lo and behold, discovered TikTok. <laughs> and it all started with the Carlton dance. Oh, my goodness. You're good. That was the very first, yes, that was the very first TikTok. And the first few TikToks uh, are not legal related. And so I maybe want to go back and get rid of those. But um, I just started seeing these interesting videos, I think, on Facebook. I had no idea what they were, but they were short, you know, 15 second videos. And they were quite entertaining. And many of them were quite educational. And I just thought, well, this is interesting. And I, of course, sought out the expert, um, which was who was my son, the 17 year old, uh, you know, teenager. And I said, Cam, you know, what is this TikTok? <laughs> and he said, it's nothing you need to concern yourself with. And then so I immediately concerned myself with it. So <laughs> that's so um, funny. Yeah. And it's interesting to me because. You know, we, so I think we can all create that checklist, you know, like always wearing a suit, aggressive, fighting for clients, you know, in an office, super stodgy with the tie, et cetera. And, and the issue is, as I'm saying this checklist, I can think of 700 different attorneys that follow this checklist, but from the client's perspective, they're really only making one decision on the case for the most part, especially with, you know, estate planning or the, or, um, IP. And so if they're sitting there with 700 names, they're never going to pick you. If they're sitting there with your name versus these 700 people on the checklist, that's when you come up. I mean, has that been the experience that you've had? Absolutely. And, and I think that you know more than anyone that it really comes down to this like, know, and trust factor with respect to, to clients um, retaining you for legal services. And believe it or not, my clients, the, 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 I should say the, the, the correct clients have now found me. There are plenty of people out there that I, I am not the attorney for you. Um, but it is remarkable. And I will stand by this till the day I die that, that my clients have found me because I have finally, I am finally authentic. Um, 
this doesn't work for every lawyer either. TikTok is not. I don't want to come on here and, and praise TikTok because it's not right for everyone. Um, but as long as you are authentic and you, know, you, you are conveying interesting material that your clients can relate to, um, I, think, I think you're in a good place. And TikTok has not only helped me with respect to clients, but but for uh, other attorneys who have who have discovered me, and now um, refer me all the business I could ever want, and I no longer need to go out into the community and do these in-person live seminars. It's it's just it's astounding. It's changed my entire practice. So I want to go deeper on what you just mentioned because it is so true. And I think that's the issue that most other shows miss out on that I hope we don't. So you're talking about TikTok isn't right for everybody. So walk me through your thought process behind TikTok or walk me through how you found it to be the right fit and how it's worked as the platform itself versus something else. Okay. So I think that, you know, first of all, let's address just briefly my personality. My personality, I'm a bit of a goofball. Um, I am very much a fan of self-deprecating humor. So it appeals to me. It appeals to me. And I've always been searching for ways to take a very dry legal material, such as planning for death and trademarks, really transactional and terribly boring and dry but incredibly essential and necessary. And so what do you do? You inject humor, you inject humor. And, and that works for me. Um, it doesn't work, again, it, you know, it doesn't work for everybody. Um, so I think that also as attorneys and as particularly as, as law firm owners, I'm gonna go out on a limb and call us visionaries. I truly Hopefully. believe, right? Yeah. And and I think that conventional storytelling and conventional marketing, while again, it's necessary, I think it's it doesn't work well for visionaries because we always want to push the ticket a little bit. Um, and, and there's just such a bigger story inside of us. And so, you know, through the creativity of, of, tick, of the TikTok platform, um, I've just been able to thrive there. And, and I'm not the only one. There are so many incredible lawyers, doctors, dentists, financial advisors, teachers. And let me be clear that I'm not, I don't need reinvent the wheel. And so part of my job as a, as a business owner is to, is to sit on TikTok and review these videos. Well, it always... I don't want to say cracks me up because that's not the right word, but like, I just love how whenever there's a new trend on TikTok, which is like probably every eight minutes. So whenever there's a real serious trend, you'll jump on the videos, but in a way where it's still authentically you, like it'll be you, you know, doing the dancing or it'll be the right song. And then on the thing is like, okay, here's what you need to know about estate planning. Here's what you need to know about intellectual property. It's not you totally changing to fit the trend, it's meeting the trend in the way where it's still in your wheelhouse. That's excellent, excellent uh, way to describe what my intentions are. 
Now, do I always hit it out of the park? No. And, and you know, and TikTok is like every other social media platform. One day they're your best friend and your videos will go viral. I have spent, I don't even want to admit how much time on some of these videos creating different characters um, and it'll, it'll be a flop. And then I will do just something incredibly lame or I think, and it'll go viral. And so this is, I want, I guess I want the audience to understand that this is not just, you know, me sitting around playing with a social media app. There really is some thought that goes behind this and understanding your client's pain points. The, the most, what I often do is take the most frequently asked questions of my clients. And as I'm watching these, these TikToks that other professionals are making, I'm thinking, how can I, you know, kind of bring in my clients' pain points and immerse them into this entertaining 15-second video? So. And so when you say, um, when you say go viral, just to put that in perspective for people, that's a hundred thousand or more views on the videos. I mean, what's, what's your metric here? Although it's a vanity metric, but just to put it in perspective. Yes. Uh, hundreds of thousands of views. And then as far as you can also comments can be also um, reach over two to 3000 comments, which is, it's, it's incredible. And um, I will say that it's a little bit more difficult to, for for the estate planning side of my practice, because it's very my work is very state specific, but TikTok is how I have gained um, immense traction in building the trademark and IP part of my practice, because that's on a federal scale, um, and so without even trying, this is the crazy thing about it. Without even trying. Well, hold Shop on. You're not giving yourself enough credit. Oh, well. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. But, do, you know, I sit down once a week and I plan out my marketing just like everyone else does. And that includes creating TikTok videos. I post them with appropriate content and people ask questions. And I'm able to educate them. And perhaps a couple of people will ask well, how can I get a phone call with you? And here's the link in my bio. And it's it's just an incredible tool. Um, uh, and, you know, it's enjoyable. And I think, you know, we are at a place, I don't know how I feel about people's attention spans being limited at 15 seconds, but that's but, where we are. Yeah, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The uh, Guy Sakalakis and I had a discussion about in the next 20 years, we'll just all write only in emojis to each other. like. We'll bring back Egyptian hieroglyphics and that'll be the entire conversation. So we can have a, you know, a 45 minute conversation in eight seconds with 14 emojis. That's hilarious. I'd like to be in on that conversation. <laughs> sure. Well, we'll, uh, we'll post it for everybody as it happens. So, and it's, and what you just said is so true. And I, I wanted to dive into that and I'm, I'm, I want to dive into demographics a little bit as well. Yeah. Um, the more that people are litigation heavy, the more that you are trying to target a smaller area, I think the less TikTok is helpful because it is just so, it can be so overwhelming because it's pushing things out in such a broad spectrum. And so I did, I did want to ask you that question. Um, obviously with estate planning, you can go through the whole state with IP, you can go through the whole country. 
So you're seeing a lot more on the IP side. That is that's correct. But let me let me say that my estate planning practice has grown tremendously because I'm sharing the TikTok on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, which I, I was a little hesitant and conflicted about doing that, but it's working okay. And so my colleagues are finding me, not so much the client, but my colleagues. Hey, have you seen Elizabeth Pickle? She's doing TikToks. She cracks me up, you know. And so my name is out there. Um, and I have, you know, I wake up to several referrals every morning in my inbox from, from fabulous colleagues all over the country referring me business. And that is another such a strong point. Like for people listening to this, you're not just doing social media for clients, you're doing social media for referral sources. You're doing social media for speaking engagements. You're doing social media for collaboration opportunities. I mean, there's a bunch of different, I guess, different audiences. Precisely, very different audiences. Um, and again, it's just really about getting out there, getting yourself known, um, and just moving away from that more conventional marketing. Um, into it's you know, I, I keep using the word viral um and i don't know that i really understand what that means myself well, um, we've been in covid for 13 months you don't know what viral yeah, means yeah yeah the, yeah the original kind of viral the good the kind original, of viral yes yes exactly um and you know i i have to say jordan that as a kind of a disclaimer this these these past year moving into two years it's been you know a, a nightmare it's been a nightmare and i often feel you know um you know, that i am conflicted about how well i've done and how well many of us as business owners and as, as attorneys you know have done in this particular in, in the pandemic um it's been tragic but you know there's there's definitely been a silver lining for many of us and um it, it, again, it allowed me, I have been told for years and years and years, Liz, be authentic. You're not being the same person as I, my, my coaches would say, I know who you are. How come you're not behaving this way on, on um, video? Or how come you're not letting your true self, eh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do it, I'll do it. And I never would. I never would until it came time to make or break my business. So, well, and it's, and it's interesting because I think part of it is you turning into the skid and part of you is turning totally away from it. Like, you know, COVID happens, we get locked down, we go remote, a lot more eyeballs go digital. And so you kind of turned into that trend with a TikTok. but then like what you said is so true, like being your authentic and genuine self, you found a platform that fits that and you're putting out content in a way that not that other people aren't. And so it's going to piss people off. I'm sure you have people messaging you or not, because you're not the right fit. But the ones who are are now like, I need I need to work with you. I need it has to be Elizabeth, I got to get with Liz, like, I'm, you know, breaking down the door to have you be there attorney. That's a f fantastic point. And with respect to estate planners, and, and all of my estate planning superheroes will agree with me. We have been trying for decades to attract and educate the 30 somethings, the 40 somethings, and even the 50 somethings. 
And it is a very hard demographic to educate and convince that they need estate planning. Now they can relate. Now they relate. So um, they see, wow, there's a lawyer on TikTok. Maybe it's worth chatting. It's, I never would have believed it if I hadn't seen it. <laughs> well, and I, and I just wonder how many people take a 15, 30 second TikTok and then start doing like five hours of research on the topic. Now they're like, oh my God, like, wait, that's a good point. Do I really need that? Does that apply to me? And then they're scrolling through your website or they're Googling, you know, a million different resources for it and then come back to you that you basically created educated customers from that little tidbit in the videos. Yes, it, it does happen um, as evidenced by many of the comments I receive from millennials and younger generations saying that happened when my grandmother passed away. Wow, my brothers and sisters are you know dealing with this probate right now. And so they do a lot of people do pick up on it. Um, and you know it's um, it's it's really dry stuff and it can be very depressing um, and sad. And so I, I'll tell you to this day, I still cross my fingers every time I, I create a, a TikTok video because I don't want to step a little, I don't want to step too far over the, over the line. You know, you, you still have to maintain some appropriateness. Um, there are some attorneys on TikTok and I admit that perhaps I'm, I judge them sometimes um, with what they're doing. They're, they, they really push the ticket. And so, but that's all, that's all personal and individual, whatever you're willing to risk. So, but yeah, so, I'm sure there are a lot of uh, referral sources that no longer refer to me because of. But I think the ones who do, or the, like the ones who did and still do, do so much more. And the ones that, that didn't and now do, do a lot because of this. And it's just, you know, you, I, I think that as much as people like that, like competition taking aside, people will, will jump on one of the smallest things you said and be an ally of yours for life because, you know, you're wearing a sports team shirt in this video or because, you know, you talked about your uncle so-and-so in this video or, you know, those little things like that. Whereas if it's always like somebody was in an accident and we represent you and we're aggressive and this is what we do, you're never going to have those little real human moments. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it, it has worked very well for me again because of because of my personality um and i am you know i don't know that that um i go back and, and be an attorney if i had another chance i i say that with trepidation i love what i do i believe in it immensely um but yeah i i think that um i've i've just i've tried to belong i have tried to do what has been expected of me by my colleagues, by my colleagues. And now I feel as though I want to do what's expected of me by my clients. And those clients will resonate with me. Those people will resonate with me and they will find me and they have been. That's awesome. And so the your journey on TikTok here, we're talking about the last year, the last two years? I mean, what's the, what's the timeline here? Well, let's see. It was just a few days ago that my first TikTok popped up in memories with um, the Carlton dance. Um, and so 
it's been just about a year, a little over a year, a little over a year. So if we could, if we have our DeLorean, we're going to go 88 miles an hour with our flux capacitor back in time to right before that first TikTok. What information do you want to tell yourself? Is it just, you should have done this sooner or like, what have you, or is there something you've learned over the last year that you wish you could have incorporated earlier? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, I'm almost um, embarrassed to say that I have been given some really good advice over the years by people and experts such as yourself and, and other coaches and marketers. And I, I did not heed the good advice. And why is it that we decide not to take, to take action? Or again, the Medusa complex where we're just kind of paralyzed. It's always fear. It's always a fear-based um, emotion. And it's hard to tell people, don't be afraid. You just need to do it. Well, when you're afraid and you're fearful and you're risk averse, I mean, there's no one more risk averse than me and most attorneys. Um, you want to stay on uh, in the safe spaces and play like everyone else, play the game like everyone else is playing. So yes, I would definitely tell myself to take more risks. And it, it's so, I, I love that answer, not because you had to go through it and get over it, which I'm, I'm sure there's, there's 1.3 million attorneys. So I'm sure 1.2 million of them feel the exact same way, but your practice area, especially the estate planning is so in line with what you just talked about. I mean, we're dealing with death. So much of the other marketing tactics that I see is fear-based. Like we're all going to die, get your estate plan done now. You know, how, how dare you want to leave your family scrambling, whatever. And so I almost feel like you've internalized that in a way where you can explain that out to people feeling the same way about what you can help them solve. Exactly. Exactly. And, and the mindful counsel, which is my brand and my, um, my umbrella company has been around for years, but it wasn't until a year ago where I really started pushing and, 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 and sharing, I should say, that, that brand, the Mindful Council. And Jordan, I'll tell you, just two days ago, um, I have a marketing coach, I'm working on some digital products, and I have a marketing coach who looked at my, my branding for my digital product, Mindful Mama Legal Forms, and she said to me, I don't know, this is a little bit too fluffy for legal documents. Yeah, okay. head to head. And I told her, no, no, this is this is it now. I've learned the hard way. <laughs> and so this is who I am and this is how we're going to move forward. And maybe I'm making a mistake. And that's OK. So it's it's still it, it, it attracts certain it's a certain audience and others. They want the mahogany desk and the suit behind the mahogany desk. And I'm not, I hope not to offend anyone with a suit behind the mahogany desk. It, you're, you're needed and you're important, but it, it ain't me. <laughs> See, I split the difference. There is a mahogany desk right here. It's just with the Hawaiian shirt, you know, we're a little bit for everything. Yeah. Um, all right. So I want to change gears slightly. So we're, look, we're talking to other attorneys across the country who I'm sure 
a ton of them want to be you, want to find that success, want to have heard the same things that you turned down. So let's say hypothetically, we flip that switch in somebody's brain. They finally are like, all right, I'm going to be authentically me. They have similar personalities to you and I. They're ready to do the TikTok dive from a tactic standpoint, like two or three of your best pieces of wisdom for somebody starting that journey. What would you share? Well, I think that um, the first thing I would say is that there is a piece of you that has to die in order to reinvent, reinvent yourself in your business and um, and deciding, you know, make a decision on on do you want to be the attorney for everyone or do you want to attract the, the proper and, and, and correct clients to you? And I think. Secondly, you just kind of want to make sure that that you're you're going to focus on creativity. Um, try to move away from this again, as you say, the checklist. Um, getting on a video and stating, you know, I'm the attorney for you. We have represented several thousand clients in automobile accidents. If you're interested in creativity and you feel you have that type of a creative bone in your body, then use it, then use it. Um, Can I, oh wait, I wanna push back on that for a second. Yeah. So I think everyone has a creative bone in their body somewhere. It's just a question of what it is. It may be, you know, it may be doing that same auto accident conversation, but you're gonna draw doodles that, you know, you add to, to do it. It may be talking about the same conversation to everybody else, but you're also a chef and so you're doing it from the kitchen or you're using, you know, spices or, or different words like that. Like everybody, you have something about you that makes you different and, and unique. And I have to believe that 99% of the time, there's a way to work that into what you're already doing to help you get down the path towards becoming TikTok famous. No, I, I think I think you're absolutely no, I think you're absolutely right. It gets buried, especially within our profession. Um, it absolutely does. Um, and it can make it can make us even get to a point where we're sick, where it makes us ill because we're not ex expressing these these creative outlets. And they're and TikTok is also for me a huge stress outlet relief kind of um, situation. But, you know, I, I think that your point is absolutely valid that we all have creativity within us and maybe more so we all have a story and so storytelling is huge right now um you know perhaps start with any social media platform and tell your story and for me i think that that's really what i'm doing is i've embraced who i am i've embraced the fact that I'm not typical <laughs> and this is my story. This is who I am and I don't have any other body to live in. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's, uh, there's always a bigger story and it starts with the death of your old identity. And, you know, it's interesting that you talk about it from that perspective, because I think by truly feeling that way about what you're doing, I think you put more effort into it. I yes. think you find the right way to make it fit. And I think you have the patience so much more, you know, cause like, I don't know when you first started getting clients out of TikTok. I can't imagine it was with the first dozen. No. And how many people are going to quit? You know, if how many people would do this because somebody told them to, that they don't really internalize it. And then they try it for 
10 or 20 videos and they're done, where maybe that 21st video is the one that goes viral. Maybe it's the 30th, maybe it's the 50th, maybe it's never, but the more that you enjoy the journey, the easier it is for you to get to a great destination. Yeah, that's very, very true. No, it certainly wasn't within the first uh, few TikToks. And the first few TikToks were just, we. I'm sure everyone was feeling what I was feeling, fear, again, fear, um, grave concern for our country and for our world with this pandemic. And I was looking to be entertained. I was looking to find something to help me with stress and found TikTok and played around with it and just thought, well, let's give it a whirl. And one of my you know, very, very first TikToks was about, you shouldn't be, as an attorney, you shouldn't be here. You don't belong here. And, and then, so I created this TikTok that said, watch me. And that blew up. And so many other of my colleagues said, yeah, watch her watch me, I'm going to do it. And, and it's just snowballed. Yeah. In, in a good way for most of us, our, our negatives, our fears, our concerns are shared by so many people. Like we are oh. not in a, in a good way. We are not so unique in our negativity and we can join together and build each other up out of a lot of those same fears or concerns. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and I have, um, I can think of a couple of my well-esteemed colleagues right now um, who said to me early on, Liz, I love what you're doing, but I, I cannot do that. But I just want to say, I support you. And I said to, and I said to her, of course, this is not, it is not you. It's not your vibe. It's not your, your marketing works for you. And, and it's bringing in your perfect clientele. Um, but she still supports me. And that means the world to me. That's awesome. Yeah, a lot of times we can not even agree to disagree because that's not the case, but we can we can be there for each other even yes. if we're doing slightly different things. We're still trying to get to the same goals. Absolutely. Absolutely. We are all so very unique um, and we all have to forge our own path. So as we get towards the end, I want to make sure that we don't miss anything. Um, are there any other major topics you want to make sure we cover? Anything that I cut you off on? Anything along those lines? No, this has been it's it's been really uh, kind of therapeutic for me. I have to I have to say so. I really appreciate the opportunity. We've gotten some of that real honesty from you. So yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So I have we've got ElizabethPickleLaw.com. We've got your LinkedIn. We've got your Twitter. We've got your Facebook. Um, Breezy, can you make sure you put the TikTok link? It's in the comments. If you have to add it afterwards, that's totally fine. I know sometimes it messes up what you're doing while we're going on. I want to make sure we get that in there. Um, all right. So then our next episode will be on Wednesday. We're going to have Bernard Nomberg on talking about finding the perfect mentor and knowing when to ask for help. The ultimate, I think the ultimate attorney struggle is the, you know, not realizing how much we're in this together or not being there for each other or not being willing to help each other. And so I love that you've talked about how you found yourself and the success from that. Then we'll have Bernard on Thursday talking about, you know, when, when that help has to be external, how do we do that in the right manner? Um, but I'm not going to let you go yet because we got to get our, our diamond nugget of wisdom here. So if somebody has been listening for the last 35, 40 minutes, 
They take nothing away from this except what you're about to share here, whether it's something you've talked about before or something totally brand new. What is your biggest piece of advice for somebody on how they can be the exhibit A of a successful lawyer as well? I'm going to say that while this is easy, um, well, I should say it's a, while this is simple, it's not easy. But in times of tragic circumstances, you must dig in and find your story. And again, there's a part of you, a part of your identity that you must let go in order to birth the new, the new identity, the new business, your new reality. Always, always take advantage of, of, a, of a disaster, like a pandemic. So when you talk about that, that just triggered something for me. Are you talking about from sort of that, like what got you here won't get you there type mentality? Or are you talking about like, we all have that something holding us back and, and overcoming that as part of this process? Oh yeah. I, I truly do believe that we all have something holding us back. I, 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 and, and it's been suggested to me over the years and I denied it. I think many of us live in denial. Um, and so there's always two sides to the coin. Um, there's the side that we present on a daily basis and we need that. It's security. We, it's safe. We need that to get through. But recognize there's another side of the coin. There's another side to you um, that I think is just begging to be freed and be be shown and be be used for the greater good. And a lot of times, even using that fear to overcome that fear is how you create your first audience. Because just like I'm just imagining 20 attorneys in a room or in a virtual meeting just being like, all right, today's the day I post on social media. Like today's the day I share my thing and just getting all together to be like, all right, you got to do it. You got to do it. Like we're gonna hold each other accountable. We're gonna help each other get through it. Like I just, I see a whole community together over this concept of putting yourself out there of really, you know, getting over those fears and concerns. Absolutely. I, it, I have, I really love lawyers. Um, and on the side, I have a side gig where I teach lawyers uh, mindfulness-based stress reduction. And it's incredible to me still to this day, how I see we as a profession present ourselves to the public, the stresses that we endure and how hard it still is for many lawyers to get on video and talk about things that they, they know like the back of their hand, but it's still challenging. And so, um, I just want to say that anybody out there, if they need someone to talk with, if they want to chat about, you know, my experience, I'm always here. My door and my my phone and my chat room is always open. There we go. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure, Jordan. Thank you very much. For listening to this episode of Exhibit A Attorneys. If you're interested in becoming the Exhibit A of a successful attorney, please check us out at legaleasemarketing.com. E A S E.